Kindness isn't something something to be earned. That being said, I have to acknowledge that we've all said or done unkind things to others or to ourselves. This doesn't make us unkind people. Kindness is a practice, so of course, we may not always get it right. Welcome to Cuddle with Cookie. I'm Jingu and I'm here with my cookie baby. The topic we've chosen for today is kindness. The reason I chose this topic is because I was reflecting on the type of person I want to be, kind and empathetic. Those align with my core values. I was also thinking of how grateful I am that everyone I'm surrounded by is so kind and approachable. But before we jump into this, Let's play Pickety Talkity. Right now, I can see a bouquet of flowers on my windowsill. My sister bought them for us and that right there is an act of kindness. It makes me so happy whenever I see it. This also reminds me of how my close friend and I send each other pictures of flowers to cheer each other up. I also love that about us. Okay. Let's get back to our main topic. First of all, I'd love to remind you that kindness is for everyone. No matter who you are, what you've been through, how many flaws you have, you have, how many mistakes you've made, none of that matters. You deserve to be kind to yourself and others. Kindness isn't something something to be earned. That being said, I have to acknowledge that We've all said or done unkind things to others or to ourselves. This doesn't make us unkind people. Kindness is a practice, so of course, we may not always get it right. It's okay to forgive ourselves for all those times. It's especially hard to be kind to those who we may dislike and that includes ourselves. But again, Regardless of whether you like or dislike people, treating them with kindness is non-negotiable. Being kind when you're in an emotional state is also a challenge. Sometimes we might just impulsively say or do hurtful things out of anger or jealousy or some other intense emotion. Like recently, I was yeah, I got into an argument with my sister and um yeah, I was said unkind things, which is not okay, but that's what emotions make you do. But we're all good now, so yeah. Um training ourselves to be mindful is important. Maybe it would be helpful to walk away from that scene or take a deep breath before saying something you might regret. Kindness can save people's lives. It can inspire us to be better. More than anything, people remember how you treat them. They don't care about whether you have acne or if you've got a if you got a bad grade. They're going to remember if you opened the door for them or smiled at them. Speaking of these things, I have a very special guest speaker with me today. He's my close friend, Vagish Sivaramakrishnan. Vagish Fish that's his nickname, 
is my role model in being kind. He doesn't hesitate to compliment people, is generous and empathetic. I feel so lucky to know him. Hi, Vagish Fish. Thank you for joining me in today's podcast episode. Oh my gosh. <laughs> that was so incredible. I assure you, Kitla is no slouch when it comes to being a fantastically kind human. And when she told me I get to be on the coolest podcast in the world, I was so excited. Thank right. you. So, <laughs> shall we get right into it? Yes. So, before we get started, I would like to take a second to ask the question why are we kind right yeah and when i i've I've been thinking about it for a while and i think that what me and keith now we've been through our fair shares of ups and downs and i think what we took from our downs is that we don't want anyone else to experience or go through what we did we mm-hmm. learned to appreciate the value of kindness, having a friend there for us. And I think we took that forward. We wanted to share that. We we, and we kind of understood the value of what a smile could be every day. And I guess exactly. if there's one takeaway from the podcast already, mm-hmm. I think that would be it. Just even the smallest act means so very much. Exactly. I totally agree. Yeah. All right, let's dive in. Okay. So... What is the kindest thing someone has done for you? And more than one story is fine. Totally fine. What would you All say? Right. Yeah. For me, this is an easy answer. It's <laughs> something Kipuna does. And um, she'll tell you more about this. But it meant a lot to me. So Kipuna makes these things called comfort packages. Oh, right? Yeah. And these are little digital notepads. But they are so incredibly well thought out. You, If I just go to my comfort package right now, right? It's mm. on my notes pad. It starts off with this delightful introduction passage. Uh, passage mm. And then there's videos of all the favorite things we both like. Cute puppies, amazing sceneries. There are quotes about wellness, doing better. There are things we both loved at, baby videos. There are... There are some of the screenshots of our best moments and like the highlights. There's a playlist too. And, um, (laughs) you know, my favorite lyrics, my favorite YouTuber, this, that, my favorite color pictures we have together. This is comprehensive. I'm I'm scrolling down, I'm going, I'm going, I'm going. It just doesn't stop. It meant so much to me when I first got it. It was incredible. I was breaking down. Yes, that was amazing. Thank you. It was a very impactful moment for me Mm -hmm. because, you know, it showed me that someone really did care for me well beyond, well, what most people care, you know? Mm -hmm. That someone really took their time out of the day to, like, go to the nitty-gritty things, you know? Learn about my favorite YouTuber. Learn about, you know, take screenshots of all our favorite moments. I love that. Yay. That's amazing. Thank you. Okay, so my my story... Um, okay, before I get into the, like, the big stories, I wanted to say that the kindest thing someone has done for me um, isn't necessarily a one big gesture. Like, the little things could mean the world to 
like Vagish Fish's genuine compliments, him telling me that I'm loved and sharing my pain and listening to the happy and sad things that I say. All of those things mean so much to me. And then Krishna, my brother, letting me hug him even though he doesn't actually like hugs. And Titao, my, you know, Sitara, um, another friend, uh, her learning songs that mean a lot to me. Gitushka drawing things for me and singing and Maida Maida checking up on me almost every day and everything else my family does and so much more. All of these things mean so much to me and love and kindness merge at a point. And yeah, that is one of the things I really wanted to highlight that kindness doesn't have to be one big gesture. It can be all the little things added up. So that's definitely one thing. All the people you listed are some of the cutest, most incredible people I know. I'm so glad I also happen to know them. Yay! (laughs) And another, some of the two things, two stories. So one is, uh, this is a short story. So um, one of the kind, yeah. So I went to a, I went to the mall one day. I wanted to buy a donut for one of my friends because um, her exams were going to start and I wanted to wish her luck so I was like okay let's go to, let's go to the mall and get a donut so I went to the mall got a donut and it was actually 120 rupees but I only had 100 rupees so the like the shop guy said oh it's okay you can just get the donut for free because it's on me and I was so I was so surprised because someone was it's just so casual like he was so casually kind that I was so touched and so I I went back home and got 100 more rupees and gave it to him because yeah he definitely deserves that so that really a a stranger being so kind to me was yeah I just yeah really loved that and another story is that um my friend Gitushka again um she I met her in ninth grade when I joined our school, Aditi. Um, and yeah, she was always really nice to me. And I I've all, I always wanted to become her best friend. And which now I am. And I'm very grateful for that. But yeah, um, there was this one time in ninth grade, I think, when I was really, really low. I was really sad. I was actually... To be very, very honest with you, I was quite suicidal. And um, so I called her and I was like, I really need help. Um, I feel very, like, unloved. I feel like I have no one. And yeah, and then she she spoke to me so kindly. And she kind of talked me out of it. So that's a big thing to do. And yeah, I'm really grateful for her I'd say she even saved my life so I owe her a lot like that kindness is means so much to me and will always mean something to me so that's one of the big stories yeah um then exactly you didn't know about this did I tell you about this earlier no but it sounds so much like something Kitishka would do. Yeah, I and, know. Um, exactly. Yeah, I think 
everyone um everyone in that friend group right yeah. um, they have a way of just really showing you by mm-hmm. just being there mm-hmm. you know just yeah. having your back True. and um yeah very it, it, it's always so incredible mm-hmm. it's always so incredible yes. i have the biggest smile on my face right now i am giving you to you i can i can hear it in your voice <laughs> okay what is the kindest thing you have done most recent act of kindness so again i do try and do the little things mm-hmm. you know holding the door open for someone yes. checking up on some people sometimes mm-hmm. you know just asking someone how they're doing or showing interest in something someone's passionate about yeah but i think one story that really sticks out to me is that well i was on a bus home and mm-hmm. this was labor day weekend Mm-hmm. So this was on Friday night. So Labor Day weekend for many who are not from the USA, it's you get Monday off. So mm-hmm. it's Saturday, Sunday, Monday. It's a long weekend, mm-hmm. right? So I'm. It's a Friday. I'm on the bus, and while I'm on the bus, um, on Friday evening, it was it was not even Friday evening. It was Friday at three a.m. Mm-hmm. Right, and I'm on the bus back to my dorm, the commuter bus. And someone, uh, a girl, hops on the bus two stops ahead of mine, mm-hmm. right? And she was holding a suitcase, and she was on the verge of breaking down. And she told me that she missed the bus. And when I heard that, I kind of came to the conclusion she missed the commuter bus, right? Mm-hmm. So you know that was nothing. She was just upset for something else. But then I, I struck up a conversation with her. I was just. you know because we were the only two people on the bus and it kind of turned out the chain missed her peoria charter which was the bus from our campus all the way to the airport because she was actually taking a flight home over the weekend to visit her parents in atlanta mm-hmm. and i don't know in that moment i i kind of just stopped thinking i mean it was 3 a.m. but i had my um, origami paper on me mm-hmm. and i was just trying to makes uh so you know having heard this story from her on the bus i kind of just thought you know this day is going rough may as well kind of try to cheer her up you know mm-hmm. so i started making this little origami dragon for her and as we got off the bus i was still working on it so i was working on it and we started we were, we were still talking throughout mm-hmm. and eventually we got to the common point between our two dorms and i had just finished my dragon And I think at this point I could have just gone back to my dorm and the story could have just ended there. Yeah. But I didn't make a choice to kind of stay because I feel like she had a lot on her mind and she just wanted to talk. Yeah. And I was ready to listen and I was awake. Mhm. And so we talked and from about 3 a.m. to 6 a.m. in the morning mm-hmm. we were just walking around the quad. We were just talking and that's so nice it was about the most random thing yeah mm. um we were talking about being indian we were talking about dosas mm-hmm. we were talking about how stupid the architecture in our school is you know <laughs> just the most random things yeah. and i was just having fun i thought it was a conversation with the buddy i just met <laughs> but then afterwards she messaged me she uh, quite a while afterwards cuz After all this I didn't even have a contact information. 
I just kind of popped into her life and disappeared. Yeah. But, okay. Right? Mm-hmm. Afterwards, she found me. She got my contact information. Mm-hmm. And she had written a story about me. Because to her, in that moment, um, I suppose I meant a lot. It's kind of awkward to talk about this. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I understand. Like, yeah, I meant a lot, guy. Ooh, <laughs> look at me go. But <laughs> like, um, it, it, to her, it, um, she expressed that I meant a lot. And that got me very sentimental and it was very impactful for me because, again, I wasn't thinking about it, but it did, again, it's the little things that do matter, right? Being there for someone when they need it. And and listening and all that. that. And listening, exactly. Even if it's just about terrible architecture. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I know, if you do visit UIUC, the architecture is terrible. (laughs) 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 But, yeah, and... um, I made a friend that day, right? More mm-hmm. so than anything. And I think we bonded in a way closer than a lot of other friends I've had. And that's really interesting and really nice. That's that's such a wholesome story. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think one of the things that... One of the things I've done recently, I think at a point when my self-esteem was like minus 100, I decided to keep like a kindness log um to record the to make sure that i do something kind every day and yeah i only kept it for a while now i don't but it really helped in boosting my self esteem so if you have like if you have self esteem issues i really recommend that you keep a sort of a log or just make sure that you do kind things because you it just makes you happy so do that brilliant idea hmm. yeah <laughs> and i don't know about the kindest thing that i've done um but something that i invested a lot of time and energy in was making comfort packages for people like vagish fish said um and that's one of the things that i i also enjoy doing it and just uh thinking of what the other person likes their um, what they're passionate about and what makes them happy and like making sure to include all of that in the package it yeah it's something that I want to do because I care and yeah that's one of the things that I did and the most recent thing was I don't know if it's the most recent but one of the things is um, I I bought a chocolate for a cashier so okay this is Vagish Fish. This was this was Vagish Fish's idea. Um, so he suggested that um, basically I go to a cashier, ask them what their favorite chocolate is, like as a recommendation, and then buy it for them. So I went. I asked the cashier. She said Snickers, uh, and I was like, okay. So you, you like Snickers? Do you think? Like, it's a good chocolate. you like, is it... Like, do people usually like it? And then uh, she's like, yeah, 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 okay. So then I bought it for her and she was like, oh, she was so happy. She Her face light lit up. I know, it was one of the really nice things that I think I've done. And that's all because of Vagish Fish, because it was his idea. And yeah. <laughs> oh, Kirtana says that like, she hasn't had her fair share of incredible ideas. Do you remember the assignments you used to give me? They were so cute and awesome. Um, okay, for context, 
for a while came up with these assignments right and mm-hmm. these were little tasks every day that were meant to kind of i keep well keep you centered and keep you happy mm-hmm. and also um you know make other like you know make your day better yeah right and actually you know what we should go through the assignments our chat logs and oh like, yeah look at all the assignments i know because I mean, both do them, and we both record videos of they're doing them. So it would be stuff as simple as, yeah, you know, we should do like box breathing. We should breathe in, breathe mm-hmm. out, and kind of rest ourselves for a bit. Yeah. Or what are some of the other assignments? Right, like five dance. things you were grateful for. I uh, yeah, that huh? that there was dance, there was affirmations, there were gratitude lists. Yeah. Yes. Oh, uh, was the making the heart um also part of the thing? Yeah. The one where that we said yes, yes. That is that is second. We made little paper hearts and we exchanged them. Yeah. Yeah. Full of compliments. That was so cute. Those are so fun. I think we should start them again, maybe. Yeah, we, we should take a list and we should like take them know, off. Yeah. We should just make a publicly available list so if people can get ideas, you know. Exactly. I'm actually planning to like make a website, so maybe, yeah, I can yes. post them that. That would be a great addition. Yay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh. What are other acts of kindnesses in your bucket list? Mm. Okay. So, I do have a long story for this one if that's mm-hmm. okay. Absolutely. But, um right. So, um I do origami and I have been doing origami for quite a while now, about 4 years. Mm-hmm. And um in Japan, origami is a Japanese paper folding art and in Japan there is a belief that if you fold a thousand paper cranes mm-hmm. you get granted a wish right and um along the way um along the way this was this was always in japanese folklore tradition what not but then during the bombing of hiroshima and nagasaki there was this girl and i'm going to butcher this pronunciation mm-hmm. but sadako sasaki you can look her up online but the story goes that um she um she was near the blast site of the atomic bombings of 1945 and uh, about a few years later she developed radiation poisoning right and mm-hmm. radiation cancer thanks to all the radiation in the air and being in the hospital she started folding origami dragons because um that was the belief was if you fold a thousand you would get a wish right mm. and she got inspired actually because someone gifted her an origami dragon and she started making them and origami cranes were thought to help make the sick well again and all of that mm. so she continued she kept making cranes and she eventually did pass away but when she did she had about 1300 cranes in her room wow and um her story is there's a lot more to her story that i am glossing over about a lot of resilience and mm-hmm. she was a very determined person you know she had her, her quotes itself like how can i make the world a better place when i'm alive mm-hmm. and um she was generally a very nice very nice person mm-hmm. so ever since the cranes have kind of been adopted as a symbol of you know resilience and hope especially in terms in the medical sense and mm-hmm. also personally for me The time I first learned how to make an origami crane 
was from a family friend and she was making she was part of a project to make a thousand of these mm-hmm. to donate to hospital and seeing as this story is kind of where my origami journey has started yeah. and seeing as i've come so far along the way mm-hmm. i think on my bucket list if not now definitely just whenever possible mm-hmm. would be to create a thousand paper cranes and donate it to a hospital mm. and i guess the hope is that someone could even find a fraction of the comfort that i found in origami in those cranes mm-hmm. you know could look at those cranes and just maybe brighten their day a bit yeah I'm i think sure i think that would mean a lot sure definitely i love that and some of the things that are are on my bucket list are volunteering to teach at an ngo or at a school where um underprivileged children uh yeah study and one more thing is working at an animal shelter so i think those are two things which i want to do which are on my bucket list i am since i'm taking a gap year i think i can also do them that's it's not a far away dream i can still do them right now so that's a good thing and kindness towards others is often easier than kindness towards ourselves why do you think that is i think it might be because we are always our own harshest critic mm-hmm. and in a lot of senses um we are also important to hold ourselves accountable right mm. if we look at there is i guess what's very relatable to especially us or mm. especially me right now is grades mm. right yeah you know um it's not it's not easy to have not done so well in an exam yeah and then continue to be kind to yourself mm. it's it's really difficult because you always look back you think oh man i should have studied some more you know yeah. i wasted so much time mm. i should have slacked off you know yeah um, and it's at some and in that regard you mm-hmm. do have to hold yourself accountable you do want to perform better mm-hmm. but i think you have to draw a line between self improvement and de- you know hurting yourself you know yeah. defaming or being derogatory towards yourself mm-hmm. because while there's always room for improvement mm-hmm. i think a lot of people get lost or muddled in seeing how far they've come and just realizing that lots of people have lot on their plates and you did well you've gotten this far you've made it to where you are it's mm-hmm. quite an achievement and i think lots of people gloss over that because yeah. a lot of the great things take time but a lot of failures are instantaneous mm-hmm. so you know that those kind of hit us harder yeah so true yeah i think um one of the reasons it's easier to uh be kind to others than ourselves is societal conditioning like i think again like vagishwi said there's a line between being cruel to yourself and um holding yourself accountable and that line is drawn like by the society so that's one of the reasons i think and another reason is um there's this wrong idea of not being worthy of kindness like a lot of people feel like 
they're not worthy of um being kind to themselves and that's really not true at all because like i said earlier um uh, no matter who you are and what you've done or what mistakes you've made you deserve kindness and that's that's that like it's yeah uh and being kind to ourselves means going it doesn't mean that you're going too easy on ourselves or that we're slacking off it doesn't mean that and a lot there's this misconce- misconception that um being kind is means we're slacking off and that's really not true so i think we need to unlearn that too yeah and what is one kind thing you've done for yourself recently and one thing you promised to do Okay. So, I think one kind thing I started doing for myself mm-hmm. was being less harsh on myself, especially academically. Mm-hmm. Um you know, it's always exciting being a perfectionist, always nice seeing those great grades. Yeah. But I think at some point I realized that I value myself more than I value that letter and I'm going to be here for four years. I can't spend all this time stressing over this false thing. Exactly. So, I think If you feel confident that you're giving it your best shot, mm. I feel like that's more than enough. Yeah. And because this is getting a little repetitive from the last time, another mm-hmm. um I guess okay, another kind thing I've been doing to myself recently has been recontextualizing things. Okay. You know, where I feel like a very negative thought I rephrase into being something more positive, you know? Well, um mm-hmm. okay, a good example I can kind of share or easy to translate into words is that whenever I'm having a bad day, mm-hmm. I don't think of this is my bad day. Mm-hmm. I think of I'm holding this bad day so that someone else somewhere can have a good one. Yeah. And they'll okay. return the favor another day. Yeah. You know? Mhm. And what it's it's like a double whammy because it makes me it makes my bad day almost an act of service so it yeah. makes me trudge through it easier mm. and it makes me more grateful for my good days because yeah. i think to myself okay someone someone did the bullet for me to have this and i'll do the same for them yeah. and the world just keeps going around that's so nice yeah um what's one thing you promise to do for yourself mm promise to do for myself i'll tell you what Mm-hmm. You want to answer the question and then you'll come around to me and I'll think of something by then? Yes. Okay. So, one of the things that I've done for myself recently is um letting myself be proud of myself and especially of the book that I'm writing. Like, yeah, I'm writing a book and I am letting myself be proud of it and proud of myself for it. So, that's one of the things and i promise to try to stop hurting myself in any way possible um i will actively try to um be more mindful and do my best to not hurt myself yeah anything you did you get anything yeah um maybe okay i think in terms of kindness if i had to promise i promise to maybe think a little more before i do things mm-hmm. um because i often find i often do situations and then only maybe a few seconds after i see a sentence 
do I realize that, oops, that was maybe a bit insensitive. Okay. Maybe I hurt someone with it, you know? Mm-hmm. And um, again, maybe I, I probably just maybe slow down and think. Okay. I think this may be a little specific and apply exclusively to me, but mm-hmm. if someone can have a takeaway from that, that would be nice. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Okay. Thank you again for being kind and agreeing to talk on the podcast. Cookie and I hope you enjoyed. It was my honor. Oh, I was so delighted to be on the podcast. Mm. And thank you so much for having me. Oh my gosh. Of course. <laughs> I'm gushing. <laughs> okay, I will end this podcast here. We're very grateful for you guys. Thanks for listening. We will see you guys next time. Bye.